Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, 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 everyone. As we join together in this space and time on our beautiful planet Earth, I invite you all to take a moment to breathe and to center and stay relaxed. This is a time where new Earth leaders are stepping up and we know what we know within ourselves. Also, what we see is that there are fears that may come up, fear triggers that may come up, as there is a global clearing going on. And as these fear triggers come up, we go inward to clear them and are inspired on the flip side. There are new stories of people feeling super motivated, on purpose, ready to go. The call of the light worker in the heart space has been heard, and that's what this program does, is to support you. So today, we are rolling on the fly. This is a live episode here on a Monday, and we thank you all for joining us. My guest today is someone who can see through belief systems that hold us back, and these belief systems she can clear. <clears throat> it's something that she has developed called the Freedom Release Technique, and we're going to uh, work with some of you on our call today. So if you're listening in, please join us on our web call or by phone, and we can unmute you so that you can share your voice with my guest. Jane Warren Campbell is also an author, and she has written a book, Conversation with a Tree. And this, too, is an eclectic episode, not just about the healing work that Jane does and offers our planet, but the ways that she communicates with plants. And this is her story, and she's here to share it with us and also empower us. Let's welcome Jane Warren Campbell to Quantum Conversations. Hello, Jane. Hello, Loren. Wonderful to be here. 
We did not know when we began our show that, or actually we were due to meet two weeks ago, and then we decided to make it live. And this is before our world changed as it did in just the past five days. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the coronavirus in the collective reality, and there are precautions being taken for the grandparents and the elders in our communities. Yet this fear that's going on, let's start there, Jane, because I know you've got something to say about this. What do you think about clearing this fear? This is a an opportunity to clear fear. Mm-hmm. Yes, I found it very interesting that we were going to do a, a recorded show on March the 3rd and we decided to go live today and the world has changed so much since then. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's divine synchronicity at work because now we can bring through light language, which is part of what I offer. And the light language can help us dispel the fear. And when we were talking earlier, that first time we met Loren and and I was just talking about the light language and you said, oh, perhaps we can do something live to just work with the fear. And Mm -hmm. I immediately saw everyone on the call holding heart space, receiving the light language and and transforming. And I was almost moved to tears. It was so beautiful. So I'm really thrilled that mm-hmm. we have this opportunity in this time to really support people with mm-hmm. some light language. So is that where you would like to start? I oh, my goodness. That light language as well is going to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want to say as well, and the reason that we share this story with everyone is because it's an indicator of moving in the new time. Mm -hmm. uh, Most Americans, um, I guess there are some, things are um, slowed down. Schools are closed. Businesses, government offices, public areas are um, closing to uh, keep things from getting worse or kind of getting over um, this outbreak. Mm -hmm. And that has actually shifted time. So I love to say it's time for passion projects where people are gifted two weeks and it may be more, but if we choose to see the perspective of something positive, I think that's really very interesting. Mm-hmm. So on one side, we understand that time is pretty cool, and, and we're kind of shifting out of time. Things are changing slowly in regards to time. But the other facet is that you and I, when we were going to do something pre-recorded, there was that intuition And it was just beautiful how that happens. Mm -hmm. And there's no um, question or, you know, sometimes we'll tend to say, geez, is that a, you know, that's too bad that we had to change that. Or um, is there something wrong because it's not working out? Mm -hmm. When in fact, it's like, no, that's even more about going with the flow. And um, so here it is. We are here on a Monday. And what a perfect Monday to receive a beautiful message from the trees, from your channel and the light language that will assist all of us. So thank you. I did want to just mention that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple things here, Jane. You're going to do light language, but there's also music of a tree. And so our conversation was originally called Conversations with a Tree. But in light of our new situation, it's called releasing belief systems of fear. 
So it's all of these things in one, and I love the support that the trees give us. Uh, We have some plant music with my tree, and we're going to do something unprecedented for the first time here for everyone. We're going to play that music of my tree in my most favorite spot that I go to in nature. And then, Jane, you're going to channel the message. I love that. So then... Let's let's set the space then and maybe get an envi- a, a vibrational gateway with light language. Okay. Yotaka chi yaktaka a alama atna i yachna mitalawa he ti okna takwa atua etna maktaka hi yakachna a makalawa ho i kana. So the ancient ones who who bring through the light language were inviting us to open our heart space to really feel this song from the trees and to allow it to settle into our being, allow ourselves to receive this song and to be totally open to knowing that the light language will will then open more and more as we go through this call today. So this first piece is about allowing us to receive what this tree is delivering with this song and to have our hearts wide open to receive that. Okay, beautiful. And I actually need just a moment. I myself am setting something up here. Okay. So let's talk a little bit first about your connection with the plants as I prepare this music. Sure. You, you, your book explains how the trees really were a part of your awakening. Yes, they. it, it came by complete surprise. So I am a channel, but I never expected to be channeling a tree or it's not something that I ever was curious about but I was sitting at the base of this tree one day and it was on a trail that I visited often and I was going through a really challenging time in my life it was back in 2012 and the year had started out um, my birthday is January 6th so we have the new year and then my birthday follows right along and on 2012 the Chinese New Year was on January 23rd. And for some reason, instead of having a New Year's resolution that year, I decided to have one word, and that word was healing. And I was very unhappy with my life, and I knew that in order for things to change, I had to heal. And as they often say, be careful what you wish for. I was working at a job that I really didn't like, and I was praying to get out of that job every day. And... As a result, I was released from my job and um, immediately saw the blessing. And that led me then to be living in a totally different community because six weeks after that, the condo I was renting was being sold and I was told I had to move. So the universe really shook things up for me. And I ended up in this small town that I've always loved in my home province of Nova Scotia in Canada. And 
I, after some time, found this trail that goes along a little brook and it walks through a beautiful forest and you go up a hill and then you come to a pond and there's a little bridge that crosses over the brook that feeds out of this pond. And on the other side of the bridge is this beautiful hemlock tree that sits right in the middle and the trail splits on either side of the tree. And I would sit there sometimes and just soak up the sun and take in the scenery. And one day I was sitting there and I just knew beyond any doubt that this tree was asking me to be her scribe. And she wanted to me, wanted me to record her wisdom and share it with the world. And so that's how the story of conversations with the tree began. And such beautiful wisdom. We're going to hear a part of that as well in our conversation today. All right. So here we go then, Jane, with this music. This is 90 seconds, everyone. And uh, this is a tree, an evergreen tree at a beautiful spot in nature overlooking the city of Boulder. And Jane will give us the message after we hear 90 seconds. also remember our role and our place on this earth and 
our responsibility of becoming autonomous again and becoming self-empowered. So in the beginning, it felt like just letting us know that what we're experiencing is um, the dissolving of the old system. And the more we step into our own empowerment and our autonomy as human beings, the more that we will step into this light and creating this beautiful new world that we're all desiring and choosing to be living in. So it was the sense that the trees project with this sound that typically you wouldn't hear, but you've um, recorded this for us, Lorraine, which is so beautiful that this is always being projected out from the trees like an invitation for us to remember who we are. And I know by being in the trees, we, we receive that invitation, whether we're aware of it or not. Yes. Yeah, so um, we don't need to hear the music. It's wonderful to hear the music. And that's why being in the trees, for those who are tree huggers, nature huggers, the trees are so healing. Mm -hmm. You know, anywhere on the great land of our planet, we feel it. And it's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. I love that message. And that song was actually seven minutes long. So, Jane, I'll send that to you. That would just be beautiful. You may get more out of it. Uh, yeah. Sometimes the song gets really deep, like mm-hmm. it's rooting out um, fears and such or, or dissolving that old system even more. Yeah. So, okay, <clears throat> that's a great reminder for even light workers out there who may be feeling waves coming up or seeing something within our own life that we're needing to raise the vibration of. Mm -hmm. And so um, I love that, that there is this awakening going on. Um, And isn't it interesting, maybe you've seen this as well, or have felt this as well. Have you felt a a light worker, um, a motivated light worker sense, meaning that there's more clarity now in the wayshower field of of purpose and truly what we're here to do? I do feel that. I'm getting a strong message from the guides lately that there's clarity in our role of stepping into our responsibility of how we're managing our thoughts. That's what this autonomy is all about. They keep talking to me about this autonomy so that we're not so affected by the outside world that Mm -hmm. we know that we are the creators of our world. And with that comes a responsibility of the way we allow ourselves to think. So I'm getting the message more and more that we, as, as humanity and as light workers who are in the foreground of this, need to be really conscious of what our thoughts are and turning our thoughts around and taking responsibility for our thoughts because we really are creating everything with our thoughts. And when we're not aware of what our thoughts are, we get bounced around by life instead of knowing that we are creating the life that we choose. And when world events like this virus happen, then we can get pulled out by that instead of being fully anchored in our center. So our life can be whatever we, in a sense, decide it will be. When I'm working with people, the guides are saying more and more, we need to decide what our 
life is going to be and what we accept as our reality. So part of it is clearing the past. And I think of the past as covering up all the buried treasure of the light that's within us. And if there's a lot of debris over that light, then we need to clear that away. And then once we've cleared that, then our responsibility is then to really step into our knowing of the magnificence of who we are as humanity. And they've shown me visions of humanity coming together each as individuals. I did a a message yesterday and they said, coming together in oneness begins by coming into yourself and becoming one with yourself. That's really how we create everything. So it's even that is not by going out and connecting with other people. It's really coming back in and connecting with ourselves. And so the more we come into this heart space, the more we come to know that we are walking in the fullness of what we've come to do on this earth. And so that's the message that I'm getting more and more about what our role is in awakening and and creating this new earth that we choose to be living on. Yes. And we can see signs of that already in this process. And it helps us understand how a situation like this does bring communities together. Mm-hmm. It does open hearts. And on a level, it is now required, it's shifting the way businesses are done. Um, it's shifting a rigid corporate model that says you're coming in, um, coming in if you're not feeling well, just come in, right? I mean, that's slowly shifting over time. Mm-hmm. And we even see corporations saying they'll pay for two weeks paid leave mm-hmm. and you don't have to use your sick time. And mm-hmm. so that is when we see things like that happening, mm-hmm. it has an effect where it ripples out other companies are held to the same standards. Mm -hmm. And so I like to use the word human diplomacy. And I think it's going to be something of our 2020s, human diplomacy. And I think, um, you know, where we care, not even, it it doesn't stop at humans. It's nature as well. And it's this, it's what you're talking about, Jane. And it's what the trees have shown us and, you know, when we all hug a tree and talk to a tree, there's something going on there. And the indigenous knew this deep connection with nature. And so I thank you for learning how to, well, for opening yourself to being that channel for the trees. Because it's not just one tree, it's many trees. And so I want to give you a moment to respond to the shift that we're actually seeing. The shift that we're seeing sort of world right now with what's happening. Yes, and uh, my line, I apologize. We may be moving off this platform. It is not able to hand our, handle our vibration on audio quality. Um, yeah, the shift, as I was saying, we're beginning to see this shift of hearts opening. And I was just seeing if you had anything to add on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that it's 
it's showing that corporations are actually caring for people in a way that perhaps we haven't before. So we're recognizing that we need to look after everyone and how a, um, an event can really impact everyone and lead us to this place where we're not just thinking about ourselves as a corporation because that mm -hmm. the energy is just not there to support that kind of corporation anymore. It is about mm -hmm. us coming together and seeing our employees and, and coming together as one and knowing that when everyone is cared for, then the corporation is going to survive and thrive instead of just being those at the top, perhaps, you know, being the ones that matter. So for me, it's showing us that we're, we're opening up to embracing everyone and coming together in that oneness, especially mm -hmm. when there's global events like this that happen and it's impacting so many people. And it's again, also as people, as you said in the beginning, Loren, have more time to be home and be centered within themselves yeah. and have time to come back to themselves. It's interesting how the universe leads us into this and just creates opportunity that we may not know that we need or that's the best thing for us. But in the long run, on the other side of it, we can look back and see, you know, that was really serving so much of humanity. And I think on the other side of this, we're going to look back and see a major shift in um, how we are together in the world and how we have compassion and realize how connected even our economy is, you know, like we're seeing how when when people travel less, then it's affecting the economy in ways that we may not have thought of. So we can see just like all the drops in the ocean create one being, and we're seeing this, you know, that all of us are impacting the whole. It's not separate entities, that it's all here together. And, and it feels like this brings us then back to that understanding of oneness and what that really means, that we each get to see how we are playing a role in the whole outcome of what we're living and the, the life that we're living and even in our economy, even at the smallest level. Yes. And let's all remember that we the people are the economy as well. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's really important. Thank you for sharing on that. Um, I also see it shifting in the workplace as well. Now, we mentioned, you know, people, if they're not feeling well, they'll stay home. But this is also, this is also if we can look forward and see the evolution in the workplace and the new relationships in the workplace, um, the new contract jobs where um, maybe someone's not going in from a nine-to-five job. Maybe it's more of someone's talents being hired to work on a project, to complete that project. And that person shows up in 100% integrity to get the job done well, right? So, And it's not like someone just showing up at a job looking busy, um, getting, having to be seen to get paid, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So... I see that changing in the workplace, too. And that's really great. It really is. Mm -hmm. um, it's not for everybody, but I just see that as great. All right. Well, we're talking about trees, conversations with trees, and also the mirror effect. Mm -hmm. This is your healing abilities um, that you received, you know, as you're a channel of light language. And you can work with people. So if... 
If we've got folks on the phone or the web call, you can raise your hand and Jane will work with you because there's this technique that you've got. It's called freedom release technique. Mm-hmm. And, and and what's going on here because you're you're helping remove many what we what we call BS belief systems. Right. Yes. So this the freedom release technique actually evolved out of that year of 2012. So definitely when I connected with that tree and started receiving her messages, um I had been released from my job, so I was going through quite a shift at that time. And once I knew that she had asked me to be her scribe, I would go back almost every day with my journal and sit there and write. And there were times when she took me into other experiences, and it was only going back and reflecting that I realized that it was Henrietta, this tree, who was taking me into these other experiences. For example, one day I was sitting on a bench and connecting with Henrietta from the bench instead of going to be by her at the stream. And I just felt myself become one with everything. I became one with the flowers and the grass and the trees around me. And so she took me into beautiful alternative experiences. And as she helped me through that year, I was also doing a lot of healing work with a friend who did Theta Healing. And I was so determined that this year was going to shift things for me. And I really knew I had to make it shift after having been released from my job. I had to find employment again. And so we were working literally three or four times a week, releasing belief systems that I was holding. And we dug really deep. Sometimes, you know, I would be on the phone with him for an hour. He would see something and I just couldn't see it. I had so much resistance to seeing what it was. And he was so patient and we would stay and work through it and dig deeper and deeper. And so after that year, the combination of being with the trees and having these incredible experiences and deep awarenesses from Henrietta the tree and also doing this work with my friend, I started to realize that I could do this work within myself. And I was offering a workshop. What I really wanted when when my other job had ended was to start doing workshops again. And it was interesting because about three days before I was released from my job, I got back from a weekend workshop. I don't even know why I attended it. And what came out of that workshop was that what I really wanted to be doing was to be doing my own workshops, which I had done previously and had let go. And when I was released from my job, I really got that the universe was almost setting me up for this to to have this understanding that I wanted to be doing workshops again. So throughout the process of 2012 and all this healing and my conversations with Henrietta and George, another tree that I connected with, I came to be offering workshops again. And so I had offered this workshop and I was doing another healing technique that I wasn't formally trained in, in the workshop. So I was very upfront with people. It was a clearing technique. And I just said, I'm not formally trained in this, but I have a lot of success with it. And so I used it in the workshop. And then after that workshop, someone came up to me and she said, why don't you develop your own clearing technique? And I thought, well, that's a really good question. And instead of just saying, I can't do that, I thought, okay, I'm going to explore that. And so I went into meditation 
And interestingly, when I go into meditation, I go into this big tree and I went into this tree and I asked to speak with Hermes. And so inside this tree is a cozy little den with a fire and Hermes is sitting at a table. And I asked Hermes, told Hermes that I wanted to develop a clearing technique to be able to support people to clear and release the belief systems that keep us stuck in our patterns of the past. And I heard the words may all be revealed. And I waited for more and nothing more came. So I thought, okay, maybe, you know, in, in the next while, I'll, I'll really know what that means. And so I waited a couple of weeks and nothing more came to me. And I didn't really know what to do with this. So I went back into meditation again and connected with Hermes and said, okay, I don't really know what to do with this. I'd like more clarity. And I was guided to just when someone, when a, when a client was in front of me to just use the words may all be revealed with whatever they were presenting to me and just trust what would happen. So I did that. And so I had a client and they had told me what they wanted to work on. And so I said, in the matter of whatever that was, may all be revealed. And far, 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 far back in the distance, it felt like behind me to the right, I just got had a sense of something coming, some awareness. And I just started talking and the more I started talking, the more that awareness came to me. And so I realized that I was being shown a situation from the past where this belief system had been created for this person. So I told them what I was seeing from the past and then I knew I wanted to develop a system for clearing. So I cleared what it was. And then I also knew that when we clear, we need to fill up that void. We need to restore that void with something. And so I, I called upon an event that would have been a more beneficial outcome for them and replaced what was cleared with that beneficial event and came to discover that people really experienced profound differences by doing this work. And after I had been doing it for a while, so I call it the reveal, which is when I see where the belief system was created, the release. And then the restore where you're replacing it with something more beneficial. And I'd been doing it for quite a while. And I said, I just asked as I was working with someone, how does this restore come to me so quickly? It's like, it feels like using my imagination to replace it with something more beneficial. And I was told that I'm pulling on what would have been another higher potential at that moment in time for that person that I'm working with. And that made me really happy because I realized I wasn't just replacing it with what something I thought would have been better for them. I was actually pulling into another timeline that would have been a potential experience for that person. And so when we do this, I'm able to, for example, I have done a lot of work for myself with this. And one example is I always felt like a black sheep in my family and one day I just realized, oh, if I feel like I'm so different and I feel like I'm a black sheep in my family, they have to show me that. That's the mirror effect. People have to show us what we believe. That's what life really is. is life is always mirroring back to us what we believe. And so I went in for myself and I cleared that belief and I realized that I can be different than my family without kind of being a black sheep and being ostracized by my family. And this 
this was when I was in my, my 50s. And when I went and visited my mother after that, I walked through the door and for the first time, I felt like my mother truly loved me and understood me. So that's an example mm. of how this can work. Or another client that I worked with who had three children and she felt different about her middle child. And so we looked and there was a past lifetime with this middle child and we cleared that past lifetime. And she said she felt an immediate shift when, when she went home and she had booked 10 sessions with me and that was the first session. So the second time she came back and said that she didn't really know if it would make a difference and it did. And then the third time she said she thought it may go back to the way it used to be, but it hadn't. It had stayed with the new way that she felt. So when we change these core beliefs, we are changing our life experience because our life experience comes from our core beliefs. Yes. And it's very interesting there. We, if it's a past life, it's in the subconscious. We may not even know it's there. That's why it's really helpful to have someone else show us that mirror or have a facilitator like yourself help mm-hmm. to clear and or identify and clear that belief. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going through a big clearing right now um, mm-hmm. on a collective. Mm-hmm. And so... What do you do when we take a caller? We've got a couple people with their hands raised. Okay. Um, so you're just going to talk to them for a little bit, and you can yeah. kind of do okay. I'd well, like person mm-hmm. to um, come with whatever it is that that they're feeling challenged by right now, or a pattern that they see within themselves that doesn't change that they would really like to work on, and um, then we can just work in finding where the core belief is that's created that them. Mm. This is like a mini session. Mm-hmm. All right. If you'd like to ask Jane a question, please jump on the link that takes you to our webpage at AcousticHealth.com. You can join by phone. The phone number's there. Or you can join by web call. We're going to go to Barb Marie. Hi, Barb Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Um, I'm actually not calling for the healing. But I'm calling to thank you because at the beginning of your your speaking to us, Jane, mm-hmm. you activated something within me. Mm. And I live on 160 acres, and half of that is trees. And I've, I know I have this energetic relationship with all of nature out here where I live, <clears throat> but I've never been able to, like, really talk to a tree. Mm-hmm. And with whatever you did with your light language and mm-hmm. your words and your energy, um, I know when I go outside, I'm going to be talking to a tree right away, right after this call. Oh. And I just wanted to thank you. Like you may be um, helping people like you just helped me without even realizing it. And so I thought I'd like to give you that feedback on that. Thank you so much for that. I just got a huge shudder when you said that. And I've been told when I've taken people to the forest, there's just something about my presence that makes it easier for people to connect. So I'm so delighted that you got that on this call, Barb Marie. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, really fun that you'll have that, that <laughs> deeper connection now. And obviously you were ready for this because it happens. Yeah. And, and you just mentioned the word fun. And mm-hmm. so I was asking, am I to go outside and talk to the trees? And I got a big yes. But Yay. for fun, 
like for have fun. fun doing it. Yeah. So uh, Loren and I have talked a lot lately about having fun. So I, I will let Loren know how this works out just by mm-hmm. email, and she can let you know um, yeah. how it all works out. Thank you. So thank you so much. Thank you. And I would just like to comment further on that, too, because I've done some forest retreats where I take people into the forest, and one person got the message from the tree. And, you know, I, I, I do this so that people can open up their connection deeper. But, I mean, we always benefit just by being in the forest, and the trees are always projecting love to us. But this person also got that we don't have to do this just to get a message from the trees. So Barb made a a really good point there that it is just to have fun and just to be with them that we are receiving from that. And the trees are also receiving from us. They have told me that there was a time, as we know, that we were more connected to nature and more connected to the trees, and they actually receive from our energy as well. So it is Mm -hmm. a mutual symbiotic relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Thank you. I never thought of that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Barb. Thank you, you. Barbara Marie. Thanks. <laughs> and I'm going to coin your new name, Barb Marie. <laughs> oh, you are. And I'm going to keep calling myself Barbara Marie. <laughs> okay, you win. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. Yes, the trees are always giving us energy back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I knew this as a little girl when we learned about plants taking in carbon dioxide and or taking yeah and and giving out oxygen to me that was like wow that's so cool and so on so many levels the trees assist us so here is a question that's coming up it's pretty funny a humor a sense of humor is a requirement especially these days (laughs) all right and so i don't know who this is from but this question is do trees from one continent connect with trees from another and do they connect only with the same species or with all of them? Okay. Okay. That wasn't the funny one. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Trees um, do connect with one another. So one very fascinating thing that the trees have told me. So Henrietta, this tree that I connected with one day, I said to her, you're a tree. How can you have so much wisdom? And she said, our wisdom comes from connecting with the all that is. And she said, humans have the ability to do this as well, but we have just forgotten. And so they are, they have this connection with the all that is. And it's interesting because I talk about this in my book, there have been experiments done on the human brain. And they've done experiments where they've removed every part of the brain, all different parts at different times, and tested poor little lab rats that that are tested in a maze. And regardless of what part of the brain is removed, they always remember how to do this maze. And so science is really inquiring that perhaps memory is not stored in our brain. Memory is stored in the field, and our brains are like an antenna that taps into the field. And this is basically what Henrietta told me, that they tap into the field where all knowing is held, and that's how they communicate with each other. So when we know this, we realize that trees could communicate with each other from different continents, and there's no restriction between similar species. And also, I'm from Nova Scotia on the Atlantic coast of Canada, now living on the Pacific coast, and there's quite a distance between 
And when I came here, the trees told me they were waiting for me. They knew I was coming because the trees in Nova Scotia had told them I was coming. So the trees communicate quite clearly in a way that quantum physics understands. And even um, the tree, George, that I connected with, he gave me a message one time that really was quite fascinating. He said he doesn't identify as tree. He knows he's molecules representing as tree so that humans can have the experience of tree. But the trees have told me, for example, when they get cut down, they have no remorse. They are just here doing what they're meant to do and serving in whatever way life and creation ask them to serve. So they have a, a deeper awareness even of what their existence is than most of us humans have. So it's fascinating to know this level of awareness that the trees have. So thank you for that question. Yes, and actually that they're in service even when they get cut down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, because I know many hearts are heavy. Even my own, when I hear the chainsaws in the fall, it just it's breaks my true. heart. And you know, I think that the heaviness is because those of us who love the trees know what we're missing by not having the trees. It's us who are missing something, I think, more than the trees. It's like when someone passes, it's those who are left behind who are mourning the loss of that person. The person who has passed over is moving into another beautiful experience. So it's very similar to that, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you think about how that wood is used, whether, whether it's to make a chair for someone in the, in the forest, as a log mm -hmm. or yeah. another home that way or energy or even furniture or things in our life wow. and hopefully not toilet paper. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Again, a sense of humor, people. All right. have appreciation, whatever it is. <laughs> All right. Here is, this is from Carla and Carla says, I love trees. I do have maybe a strange question. Mm -hmm. How do trees feel about men and dogs peeing against their trunk? <laughs> hmm. That's a great question. Let me. I don't think it's just one. one gender, though. <laughs> yeah, that could be uh, on the roots, anyway. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so I'm just hearing that trees accept what is, and what you see as human waste. When you think of animals in the forest, many animals love to pee on a tree. Bears love to rub their back on a tree. So all these things in the natural world are of benefit. What we see as waste actually has elements of minerals and even feces can be um, supporting the soil. So from the tree's perspective, there is no judgment or anything that um, is negative to them about that happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, here is from Faye and Mio. We were called to Madrid some years ago to help the trees release darkness they had absorbed over the years. We were there for a month and are wondering how they are doing now. Do you have the possibility to tune into the trees in Madrid for an energy update? Hmm. Well, I feel like the trees are a bit challenged, you could say, but for a different reason. I feel like the trees there are picking up on a mass consciousness 
that is impacting them. Um, and I know the trees have told me that they don't carry fear. They don't hold that same kind of energy. But what I'm feeling in this area is that it's actually impacting the health of the trees, whether it's in the soil or the energies are so strong. And I feel like there's one species of trees in particular. Oh, they're telling me now that um, some of the species are leaving our planet at this time because we know the planet is shifting and changing and new species are coming and, and other species are leaving. So what I'm hearing now is that it's one of these species that is going to be one of the species that is leaving the earth. And so that process is underway. Oh, interesting. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, Faye and Mio, please share your comments to that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's do a freedom release technique, the mirror effect. We're mm-hmm. going to go to the phone line, and it looks like I have a name for New Jersey, area code 609. The name is Patrick. You're unmuted. Hello. Hi, it's Patricia. Hi, Patricia. <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful to listen to Jane. And and I when I do walks out in the park, I feel so close to the earth. You know, I try to send Mother Earth love every day. And, mm. and I'm guided to stop and hug a tree and connect with the energy and exchange love with it. It's it's just awesome, but I'm asking for. Um, I'm very affected by the frequencies coming into the earth, and I feel very off balanced. And I try to ground daily. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you to start with for your love for the trees and for Gaia because she really feels it, and the trees feel it, and they appreciate it, and it is very helpful for them. So thank you for that. Okay, Patricia. So let me just check in and see. In the matter of, oh, I just want to say, too, that when I'm clearing, I yawn. So if you hear me yawning or if you hear a a pause, it's a long yawn. So I just want you to know that that's the way the energy moves through me. Okay, thank you. Okay, so in the matter of Patricia feeling off balance by the frequencies right now, everything about that may all be revealed. So... um, I'm seeing a time. Were you um, were you ever in the hospital, or were you born premature in any kind of incubator or anything like that? Um, I'm not sure if I I was born premature because uh, my mother was gave birth to me in Trenton, New Jersey, mm-hmm. but she was she she her husband had had died he was he was in the air force and he was killed so she mm-hmm. she drove out here and she almost had a miscarriage mm-hmm. uh, with me and then okay. i guess i i hung in there and then okay. she delivered me a year later you know here oh i see okay mhm okay i think maybe there was something around that time where there was some machinery because i see you as um you know it's it's around the time of birth and there's the machinery that created this sensitivity to you now. So um, we're just going to clear that. So what happens is I'm actually clearing that event as if it never happened and replacing it with something else. So if it sounds like I'm saying something that wasn't true, it's, it's because we are replacing that. Okay. 
Wonderful. So Thank you. We're just going to clear this event where you were affected by that machinery. And release. And in the restore, I see that at that time when your mom, where there was the potential that she was going to have a miscarriage, she decided to be more quiet. She decided to stay home and not be so active and be so busy because she just had a sense that um, she needed rest and care in order to have a successful pregnancy. And she had this sense that it was at a, a time where she needed to be taking extra precautions and so she stayed home and so that event never happened the pregnancy went on naturally and had a very healthy delivery for you without any incident during your um your stage as a fetus yeah wonderful mm -hmm. so let me just do one more quick check see if there's anything else there around patricia being off balance by the frequencies. Everything about that may all be revealed. Well, they're just showing now how that sensitivity has led up to this now moment. So we're just going back and clearing all that sensitivity back to that moment where we just recreated that. And um, there are some belief systems now because you've been living with that for so long. So we're just going to also now just look at this belief system and just clear and release that Patricia has any sensitivity to frequencies. Just letting that go. And in the restore, you're just feeling strong regardless of the energies. You know that you are a powerful energy within yourself and capable of, of handling all frequencies. And I see frequencies just moving through you now and being grounded into the earth, just naturally happening. So as frequencies come in, they just move easily through you and grounded into the earth. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you, Patricia. So grateful. Mm. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Wow. Okay. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Let's go to another caller. We're going to Hawaii, area Wailuku, area code 808. Hello. You're unmuted. What's your name, please? Hello. My name is Katie. Hi, Jay. Hi. 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 Aloha. So good to be here. Aloha. <laughs> Hi, Katie. <Yes. laughs> Hi. What a joy to be here. Thank you so much for what you share. Oh, thank you. What would you like to look at today, Katie? I would love to have a look at um, the healing of my hips. I mm -hmm. know consciously that my body can restore its excellent health. Mm -hmm. And I would love to explore what belief I may hold that is contrary to that. Okay. What are you experiencing with your hips? Just lack of movement or? Um, I, the cartilage is, um, is missing on one side and low on the other. And I know it can be regrown. Yes. Good for you. Okay. Let's look at your hips. So in the matter of what Katie is experiencing with her hips, 
and the very core cause of any discomfort or any symptoms in your hips, everything about that may all be revealed. Okay, I'm seeing a past lifetime where you were in a relationship that was very unhealthy and um, you were a woman and your partner was a man and he would give you this sense of freedom. You you want him very much to go and be free and go and do things and, and he would say, yes, you can go and then he would stop you and hold you back. So it was it was almost like a sense of torture, really, that you'd have this sense that you could go and be free, in a sense, and then you would get held back. And this mm-hmm. happened many, many times. So you would have this sense, oh, great, I have this forward motion, and then get pulled back. So it was almost worse than never being able to believe that you could have the forward motion, because you'd get excited about it and and finally feeling relieved, and then and then get the disappointment over and over and over again. So we're just going to clear that. Just release that. And in the restore, I see this happened a couple of times. And you had a, a woman friend who, who you shared this with. And she could see mm-hmm. the dysfunction here and how unhealthy it was for you. And... She said she would be willing to help you leave that relationship knowing that this was going to keep happening for you. And you were very relieved to have someone who could support you in that. And and so I see her coming over one day when your husband was away and the two of you going off. And she took you to another community where she knew someone who was willing to let you stay with them and... um, you lived your life very happily in that new community, safe. This other person didn't find you, didn't really go looking for you. And you lived out a very happy life in that other community with this family who grew to really care about you and appreciate you a lot. And, and you had great friends in that community. Okay. Mm. Good. Okay. So anything else? Um about Katie and the cartilage in her hips, anything that has caused the the cartilage to be worn, everything about that may all be revealed. Okay, I'm seeing a push and a drive in life. So almost to the point of grinding and feeling like you need to push forward and push through. Um, instead of being in the flow. And I feel like that Mm -hmm. is shifting for you, but I feel like that's um, what was playing in there. Does that resonate with you? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're just going to clear this now. And release. So I'm just seeing it unwind Mm -hmm. and seeing the cartilage build back out again. And so we're just anchoring that in and just seeing you now willing to be in the flow. So I just want to check about this being in the flow. Anything that keeps Katie from 
trusting in the flow of life, knowing that she doesn't have to try so hard. Anything that doesn't allow that awareness of the flow may all be revealed. It's coming from some childhood programming. So we're just release that and clear. And in the restore, I see you have an adult female in your life when you were a child and you were getting all these programs about pushing through so hard and having to work so hard and, and this other person very much like an aunt to you comes into your life and really helps you understand and know that everything comes in perfection and to just be playful with life and trust and know that it can be easy and joyful. And so she really anchored that knowing and that awareness within you. And you could see by her own life that everything worked out easily for her and her life seemed almost magical and you knew from her sharing that with you that it was because she totally trusted life and was in the flow. And so that was completely anchored into you despite the messages that you got at home. You knew that when you were bigger and you were on your own, you would be just like her. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Wonderful, Katie. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you for bringing that forward. All the best. And many blessings for all the hearts and all the lives that you help to to connect to trees and, and to to truly listen. Oh, that thank inner you knowing. Very much. Thank you very much. Thank Katie. you. May you be blessed. Mm, thank you. Aloha. And you too. Aloha. Thank you. Thank you. Be blessed. Be blessed, Katie. Thank you. Wow, beautiful. Mm. Um, you are really sharp there, Jane. Mm. I want to hear from Faye and Neo. You had given them the message about the trees in Madrid yeah. and how species were leaving. And they said, mm. yes, we got the message. They were dying when we went to Madrid. We spent every day with the trees in a park called Retreat Retiro that has a beautiful tree collection from around the world. We felt the connection you had when you just tuned in to them now. Thank oh. you, Jane. Oh, it's wonderful. Thank you for that feedback. Mm-hmm. They say love to us both from the trees in Sweden. Woohoo! <laughs> beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go now. We are going to go to Randy. Hello, Randy. You're unmuted. Hello. Uh, is my mic okay? Yes. Hello. Yes. Oh, uh, oh I can say so much about this. Yeah. Oh, boy. I taught communication with the Earth at the UN, literally. And, uh, you got communication of, with the Earth, did you say? Communication with the Earth. Mm-hmm. Sort of like sort of like Qigong and shamanism okay. blended uh-huh. into sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, my question, okay, I'm having pretty much a supernatural experience as I invoke for certain things and I ask for healing and I go about blessing and fields. 
and yet I have to go to the doctor's office, mm-hmm. and I have to, you know, places where I can get food, and mm-hmm. the difference of language and interest, it's like I'm banging my head against the wall when mm-hmm. I walk into any building and I ask them, you know, can you share with me what you understand about uh, the forms and functions represented by the caduceus? And mm-hmm. and you see 50 people say, I have no idea what you're talking about. Meanwhile, they're representing that as, the you know, the foundation to their belief system. It, mm-hmm. it, it gets a little So if you could, in your own way, and maybe change the words, uh, ask the trees about where I should keep my attention, whether it's, you know, to be of service or, you know, not to be selfish, but the, uh, I'm altruistic, and yet it's 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 like banging your head against the wall. Mm-hmm. In some, you know, in professional environments, Right. Meanwhile, my social network is the trees and the wind and the earth and the, and the rain. Ask mm-hmm. them where I am and I have it. I'm there, right. you know. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. this, this mainstream belief of let's get together and talk about what we can see to fear and things like that, what's popular, mm-hmm. I, okay. I don't fit in at all. What have the trees got to say about that? Okay. Um, I actually feel like the guides would like to come through and offer a channeled message. Are you open to that, Randy? Thank you for such an amazing, beautiful opportunity. And yes, yes, yes. Okay. And so it is, dear one. It is our joy and delight to come before you. And we say to you, beloved, that there is one way of being in this world, and that is the way of being with yourself, with coming home to yourself, with trusting your own inner guidance and who you are. And so we would say that for you, you are in a process of your evolution where you are awakening so much and so much is exciting to you. And yet the way of it is to come back home to to experience this, to open up to this, to take it in, but to know that it's not for everyone. And it is a matter of coming back home to yourself and realizing that ultimately, ultimately, it's about being on this world, in this world, with the challenges of this world, with the social connections of this world, with the relationships that humans come to experience and that your soul comes to expand from. So all these Examples that you are giving are examples where your soul is inviting you to to begin with to be patient with yourself, beloved, because any impatience that you are sensing in others, again, as this one loves to talk about the mirror effect, is really somewhere where there is impatience within you. And we would say there is some impatience within you, thinking that you should be opening up faster, opening up more fully, um, and and not having the patience for yourself to have the time to integrate this process as it unfolds and as it grows. So we would invite you to 
in these experiences when you are communicating with others and it's you're not receiving the information that that you feel that they should be able to provide we would invite you dear one to offer blessings to those people and then to go within and ask yourself what it is you are really seeking what it is you are really looking for in this exchange with others we feel there is something there that is not fully front and center in your awareness that is causing this frustration within you, we could say. And so the invitation, beloved, is, is to go within, to spend more time within. And whenever any kind of frustration comes to ask yourself, where is this originating within you? What feeling within you is impacting this frustration so that you can come back to having a better understanding and awareness of yourself? How does that feel to you, Randy? Uh, one of my impressions of the reflection is a picture of Bambi looking in the pond. Mm-hmm. And uh, great reading, and thank you. I love you. Oh, you're very blessed. Thank you. Thank you, Randy. Okay. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Really very amazing to see you in action. So thank you for that. Um, We have a question from Madalena in Calgary who says, I love very much the trees and the plants, and many times I feel closer to them than people around me. I'd like to ask what my feelings meant when I listened to the 90 seconds of the uh, song, I felt different feelings and promptings like hugging the tree for the high pitches or mm-hmm. bowing to the tree or mm-hmm. hiding behind and under the roots of the tree for the lower deep sounds. Hmm. Very interesting. Great question, Madalena. Let me just check in and see what I get there. I'm feeling your great connection with the trees and the trees have a great awareness of you. This is something that you've come to do, um, that you could be doing what I'm doing, having this deep connection with the trees. And the more of us who are doing this, Madalena, I I really believe it's time for us as humanity to be more open about our connection with nature because that is our way home in a sense. It's bringing us back to our true nature. And so the more people who talk about this, the more people who have these experiences but are afraid to say it because they're afraid of being ridiculed will feel comfortable in being honest about their connections as well but what i sensed from from the different experiences that you had with the trees is that um, you were receiving a deep understanding of of what they are and what they have to offer and also you were being honored by the trees. So when you actually felt like bowing to the trees, it was because in in those tones, the trees were deeply honoring you. And so what they really would like you to know is to really play with this more fully and know that you do have this deep connection that you could really start communicating with the trees and sharing messages from the trees in this way as well. And that you also have a history with the trees so for example i was told in a reading one time that as a little girl i lived among the trees and i actually 
there's more and more coming out about Sasquatch right now. And Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if I had a past life as a Sasquatch because of this deep, deep connection. And I'm not saying you were a Sasquatch, Madalena, but I feel that you also have the same deep connection. And from many, many lifetimes ago, when we were more connected to nature and more at one with nature, some of us have come in with this remembering, and it's really time for that to awaken now. And just to give another example of that awakening, Loren, Dr. Emoto, who found a way to take pictures of water molecules, the first time I saw one of his pictures, I was at a, a fair and I had a table at the fair and someone opened this book and showed me this picture of looks like a snowflake, but it's a water molecule. And I started to cry. Mm-hmm. And that's what this deep knowing can be like. It's like I knew there was something in there that was so beautiful and divine. And for people like Madalena who have this deep connection, it's a deep remembering and awakening. So it's already there within you, Madalena. And it's just the remembering now that that, that is there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Will you share how... We have a, a couple of questions coming in, mm-hmm. and this tells us it's more than just these two questions. I feel many are asking how we begin to communicate with the tree. Can you share that with us? Sure. I talk about it in my book, Conversations with the Tree, and I have a guided meditation in the book that people can use. But basically, it's to... If you're in a forest or in a park and you find a tree that really calls out to you, trust that in a sense that's your tree. And then go back to that same tree often and visit and just talk to the tree as if it was a friend. And another way is to lean your back against the tree and make sure your head is against the trunk of the tree as well. I've had powerful experiences doing this. One time I actually was hyperventilating because my heart started racing so quickly. The trees not only connect with us, but they actually heal us. That time I said to this tree, like, what is going on? My heart is racing so fast. And at the time I was living near power lines and the tree told me it was clearing that energy out of my body. And so when we lean against the trees this way, it's like our spine is up against their spine in a sense. And so their energy can run through us. So they create a connection that way. But to create a more full meditative connection is to visit the same tree often, to just have a conversation with the tree, and then to just be quiet. Just find your center, find your stillness, come back into your heart space, and just be with the tree and just ask a question and see what comes to you. And also know that The trees, when we are walking among the trees, often if we have something on our mind, we come out with greater clarity. And the trees have told me again through one of the participants in my forest walks that the trees are downloading information to us when we're with them. So sometimes you might be getting information from the trees and you don't even know it's coming from the trees because it just feels like it's your own, but the connection is there. So the more time you spend with a particular tree, the the deeper the connection gets. So those would be my recommendations to to begin making that connection. Okay, beautiful. Mm -hmm. I want to share something about my very first tree 
mm-hmm. experience because I did what you did. I mm-hmm. um, We had moved into a new house, into our house, mm-hmm. and outside our bedroom window is this giant, beautiful evergreen. She's absolutely huge, and she's kind of got the draping, um, mm-hmm. swaying evergreen branches. Mm-hmm. And I'm laying on my bed just kind of relaxing, and a wind blew, and I looked out the window at the tree, and I said, what is your name? And I heard, Eloise. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I watch babies being born. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And then I looked, and I was like thinking, oh, the people who lived in this house, they just, I think they had three kids with their newest one as an infant. And mm. then... Now I realize there's this this tree houses so many nests oh. of baby birds, and so I just smile at that because it's not necessarily what our ego mind says. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I love that, and I just have to share because it, it may just seem, you know, at first I thought it was stupid, it was kind of silly, but right. now I know, I know, and I love Eloise. Right. And all of our trees. And I'm not the only one who names trees. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I feel that Eloise was sharing with you the beauty in the simplicity of life. That's one of the biggest messages from the trees in in my book is that there's beauty in the simplicity. And to say I watch babies being born. Isn't that wonderful? Whether it's (laughs) eggs in the nest or babes in the in the home. That that's the beauty of life. If we can come back to life being that simple, the magic awakens again. That's yes, awesome. that's beautiful. Okay, well, I want to share how people can work with you. If people want to go deep in a session with you for the freedom release technique, that's available. But you've also got very special light language activations, yeah. and. Uh, a conversation, actually, sessions with people's plants in their life mm-hmm. that you can channel messages from them. So, a couple mm-hmm. of goodies from you. Please tell us more about these offerings that you've got. Yeah. So, the first offer is really something that I'm offering for the first time here, which is a nature communication session. So, if you have a favorite tree, For some people, it could be a tree in their yard or a tree in a forest or a park that they visit and you'd like to receive a message from that tree. I will connect as I did on the call today and just let you know what that message is. And it might even be a plant in your home. I would suggest a bigger plant would probably have a a greater communication than than just a smaller plant. Um, And so I will offer that to you. So this is my special offer number one and when you buy that special offer after we do our session I'll also send you a copy of conversations with a tree and mp3 of a guided meditation on how to connect with the trees so that you can use the guided meditation and then go out and do your connection and in time you would know the meditation and you could just do it on the spot with your trees so I'm delighted to be offering that to the Quantum Conversations community for the first time this nature communication session. So beautiful. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Yes, and then I'm also offering a freedom release technique session 
So you also experienced that on the call today, and that comes with a personal light language sound essence. So what a light language sound essence is, is I connect with whatever it is you want to be working on, and I bring through the light language that meets that vibration. Most often the light language will clear anything that is keeping you from having what you're desiring and then anchor in the energy of what you desire. And the light language speaks directly to ourselves because our, our mind can't interpret it. Then it bypasses any interpretations that we might make of the light language and just goes directly into ourselves. And I've had people move to tears by their light language sound essences or other people who just felt like they became one with their environment because I'm connecting with your soul when I'm bringing through this personal light language sound essence. So that and the freedom release technique session is part of the special offer number two. And special offer number three is I've created a seven-day light language empowerment program. So this is 70 minutes of downloadable MP3. And this is speaking to what I addressed in the beginning of this call where I'm really receiving the guidance now that it's time for us to become empowered. So nothing in the outside world really impacts us. We are so empowered within ourselves. We know our autonomy. We know our mastery of creating the life that we choose. And we, come, we become witness to what's happening on the outside because it doesn't go away. It's just that we become witness to it and we're seeing it from a place of inner stillness and inner knowing. And so this seven-day light language empowerment program, you receive one a day for seven days and then, of course, you have it. And I would recommend that you use it many times over the couple of months following, following receiving it so that the essence can really anchor in. And I also want to say that you can also, after you've listened to it, add your own intention to it because it's very powerful when you add your intention to light language it's going to really work to meet that intention that you put into it and as part of that package is also my discover your light workshop which is the one actually where that friend invited me to develop my own technique we're going to be doing this online so it's a six hour workshop that's done online over zoom and that is scheduled for March 28th uh, from 10 to 5. So you have access to those three different special offers that I'm offering to this group today. A beautiful variety. Beautiful mm -hmm. variety for all of your tastes. There's actually a special button if someone wants all of those. Of course, that special offer is available on the webpage. You can find a link to that on the description box of whatever page you are listening to this podcast on. Thank you so much for that, Jane. We love the work that you're doing in the world. It is an empowering time. The trees are reminding us to step into our sovereignty and be the empowered beings that we are, and they are assisting us all along the way. It really is beautiful. I feel refreshed, and I hope everyone does. So as we close our circle can you tune in to our group mm -hmm. and offer light language and a message from the trees yes i'd love to thanks Lauren. okay i'll start with some light language so just asking everyone to envision all of us together heart to heart 
a beautiful circle of beings of love and light here together in service to all as this light language comes through. And if you have an intention that you'd like to receive from this light language, please make that intention, state that to yourself so that you may receive. Ikla uchkana ikma akwa e ikna achka i. Utaka kachi kini a. Imaktaka ikla akwa inna. Imaktaka ikla achka ni ikwa akane. Utaka akshi ki a la tikai a ko anatwa e. Imaktaka ki a chakana kini a latwa e ina. Niktaka hachaka i atlawa e. Iachka i ana. Niktaka hoki kana atwa e. Itakai o takaka lichkana atwa e. Uchikayo takaki kana a. Imak takahi kana a wa e chi. Itakaiho la a makai takiana a wa e o. Ianak takahi kana machiwa. Makalawaho e kana. And they were saying to, to know that as we come together, there is nothing to fear, that everything is unfolding in divine perfection. And as we come together in circles such as this, we are elevating ourselves into the great awakening that we are creating in these times. Very beautiful. And now I will just connect with the trees and see what they want to share. They're thanking you, Loren, for your love for the trees and the work that you do and the music that you bring through from the trees. And they're inviting us all to to love them, but when we hug them, to receive their love as well. To hug a tree and really let yourself be loved by that tree and feel the soft, nurturing grace that the trees have for us. And to just, they're, they're suggesting that we allow ourselves to dissolve into the softness whether it comes from a tree or whether it just comes from knowing the love in the world or it comes from coming into our own heart and feeling that love. But if we need to find it externally to allow ourselves to fall into the softness that the trees invite us into, the deep nurturing nature that they have, because they're saying the world can be a tough place and there's a lot going on. And the more we spend time with the trees, and allow ourselves to fall into that experience, the easier it will be for us because we feel the grace of that unconditional love that comes from the trees. There's definitely no conditions that come from them. And that unconditional love is the softness that they are speaking of that our hearts and souls so deeply yearn for in this earthly experience. So I want to thank Lorenz so deeply and every one of you for being present. It's been a pure delight. A pure delight indeed. Thank you so much, Jane Campbell. This has been a beautiful quantum conversation, and I know that we're all going to be hugging a tree. (laughs) And thank you for your tree hugs. And as you were speaking there, I, I always hug a particular tree on my hike, and I felt my connection to trees on the other side of the planet from hugging Mm -hmm. that one tree. We have comments coming in that reflect the unconditional love that you speak of, Mm -hmm. being so deeply moved to tears, feeling the love 
of a tree. This is beautiful. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for loving trees. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And thank you, Jane. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time today and for sharing with us. Thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, beautiful. So again, please check out Jane's special offer for learning more about your relationship with trees, nature communication session, or light language activations. All of it is right there, and we invite you to check that out. So now we're going to do an extended play of the music of the plant. I want to also say when you purchase Jane's special offer, we will include this seven-minute song, Mabel, for you as well. That's an extra bonus. All right. Thank you, everyone. So we will dance our way to the Cosmic Cart now with this beautiful music of Mabel the Tree. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy. Namaste.